Good morning. This is KHEA Radio. Right now it's 9.15, and we're going to be talking to Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Feel free to share this if you're watching on social media. Uh, we're going to have some fun and try and make sense of what everybody has going on today. It was an interesting night last night. So here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Gardy. Last night there was a Category 1 hurricane that came through last night. So here in the Gulf Coast, we had a lot of wind. I know there are a lot of people that are still without power, including some people in the studio right now. But uh, I'm excited to try and share some positivity. So how is everybody doing this morning? We are great. This is Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. And, you know, whenever uh, life kind of is happening to us all in the moment, it's it's good to know that we're all going to get through it uh, uh, together. And we're all going to deal with uh, the challenges that are upon us all and you know this is a this is a stress this is another layer of you know complexity that people deal with day in and day out um, just to add to the you know the the coals on the fire so to speak the normal stress the, the, that the we normals, already had that's right it's not it, normal really but it is now but your body you know interestingly like I know for myself you know I didn't I didn't sleep well uh, last night I apparently you know the the wind kept howling or you know knocking um, my, so I, I think the, the the basketball goal next door kept rocking back and forth, wow. and then it would thump that down, and it s- sounded like it was banging on the side of my house. And I'm like, wow, like that's crazy. I mean, what's going on out there? And then I went outside and realized, uh, you know, one of the one of the cats he didn't make it in, and he was upset. He was a little upset. Oh, <laughs> he was a little you leave upset. Your, leave your babies outside during the storm. That's kind well, of no, scary, we, dude. Well, no, but but it, but we did. We, he 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 made it in safely. He's all good. He's happy. But uh, you know, <laughs> how is everybody out there? You know, that's you know, we do this podcast live. Uh, so for those that are live with us, you know, we'd love to know how you're doing. For those that are going to come back and re-listen to this uh, podcast, you know, Jennifer and I were talking on the way in, and you know, kind of the theme is, you know, kind of even what you said, Gardy, like making sense of the chaos around us. I mean, we do have a lot of chaos going on outside of just you know weather, don't we? Always. Like, there's always that chaos. So, I mean, even, you know, yesterday, I'm sure, you know, Sunday night when they canceled school for Monday, and then some people are trying to deal with, okay, well, how do I go to work, and my kids aren't going, and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff, and everybody's trying to figure out how to how to manage um, things as they're changing, and that flexibility, that ability to adapt is something that we're always wanting to help people do, because if, 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 if you can adapt to the things that life is bringing you throughout the days then you know it doesn't really matter we just the, take the next thing the body love and that's the cool one of the coolest things that i really appreciate about the observations my clinic has shown me over the years that um the body wants to adapt it it and and we just know it will adapt it will adapt it is adapting that's true whether or not we want to let it or okay, not okay so let me so i'll say it this way then it it is adapting now we can help it navigate the adaptation process for the positive where instead of life always driving a cortisol stress response a sympathetic overdrive what we call fight or flight degenerative response you can almost program the body's adaptation process to navigate the pitfalls, the curveballs, the challenges in such a way that even if you aren't supplementing heavy 
Because in the beginning, we knew we had to pull, set you up to two or three record trucks and pull you out the mud because <laughs> you were so deep in, you know, in your health hey, curve, hey, hey. right? But now we don't have to be as aggressive. There's products that I don't take anymore, not because I don't want to take them. I just don't need them. Because you're because you're already adapting. You've I've learned adapting. to adapt, right? And, and, and that's the thing. And so I, I remember early on, you know, we worked with me on sleep, right? You talked about sleep last night, that you didn't sleep really well. And, you know, I mean, every every location had different sounds. I know um, I've, I've heard a couple of friends already say, you know, my mom said she her, her fence, part of her fence is down. A friend of mine says the fence is down, part of their fence is down. So, I mean, if your fence is falling down, that's more likely to wake you up, right? Last night when our power went out, it flickered three or four times. And every time it kept coming back on, the the microwave would beep and woke me up. But then after that, the power went out and it was quiet. And I just listened and I was listening to the wind and I was like, well, it sounds like a storm, but nothing crazy. I was like, you know, I can't do anything about it. So do you have windows in your room? I do. I do. I have windows. I know. Isn't that there crazy? wasn't rain like beating down or anything. I don't know. Maybe it's just positioned just perfectly because <laughs> I, literally, I, I, I'm, I'm, my, I'm thinking house, the same way. At my house, I was like, it's just not any more than a normal storm. So I just eh. went back to sleep. <laughs> I, well, I, it's perspective, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, well, some people. I mean, and that—that's the other. That's an ad- adaptation that she has. Well, remember at the in the in the beginning though that I thought I was asleep and wasn't asleep. Right. Like I I wouldn't sleep three or four hours at night. And so now, you know, it's like my body goes, hey, this is a good idea. Let's just go ahead and sleep through this. Like there's really nothing I could do. And I knew, you know, actually, I mean, maybe maybe you're the person in your house that keeps up with all that. But I knew my daughter who was upstairs. She would be the one. Wow. She would be the one that would hear it if it was a problem. If anything's going wrong. She would alert us. She would alert us. Right. Like the world's falling apart, mom. I'm like. And she never came down, so I was like, it might not be that bad. It must not be that bad. I'm going to sleep right through it. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But, but yeah. you know, I mean, at that point, uh, the people that are awake, if you're stressed, I mean, you know, one of the things that we encourage people at Living Well is to, to do is to know your tools. And Take your supplements. you're stressed, right? Yeah, you're stressed you and you tools. can't sleep. So if, if you're not sleeping because there's a stress response, your body's just churning through your minerals, and you just need to supplement heavy so this morning as these people are you know trying to well that was a sucky night's sleep and (laughs) trying to figure out what to do we start to look at what do we what can we do and you know you have to recognize your body just churned through a bunch of minerals that you probably didn't have extra to begin with and you you need to wake up up this morning and start loading up otherwise when those kids wake up and they don't have school and they're running around and no trying power to figure out if there's right. power or the power comes on and off and because we, we just don't know how how much that's going to happen and how much if there's going to be another little round of wind and it's adaptation again it's another curveball that you that we're going to have to deal with on the fly and although the body will adapt as you made clear I, there's just we can make sure that we're doing our part and and the message is simple, like state your tools. Like if you are a patient at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, you know that we are avid advocates for stimulating and upregulating the endocrine system, the hormonal axes, the pituitary, the hypothalamus, the thyroid, the adrenal glands, the gonadal system, and making sure that your stress response is being handled, is handling your world at the best level possible, as opposed to getting pelted by the waves, you're riding waves. 
And I think that's what we want to see. And, uh, you know, people always remember, hey, hopefully you did some level of preparation. Hopefully you've got a good breakfast you can have. Hopefully you're, you've had some water this morning. Hopefully you're starting your day, you know, just in, a, in an attitude of gratitude, you know, a, a thankful place, um, you know, that you still have, you know, uh, <laughs> We have we have first world problems over here. Our fences blow down. You know what I mean. That, right. Those are that's those are real real challenges. You know they're inconveniences. Um, you know, but it could be way worse. And so um, when I think our glandular system is really solid and it, it is firing, and I mean that the thyroid's metabolic diesel pump is really working for you. When your adrenal response stress system is like ah, that's that's not a fire that I need to like, you know. Um, turn into something more than it is like we don't need crazy in our lives right we we've got enough we make crazy we, we, i know but i think that we make crazy because we don't have a strong constitution you know from a biochemical perspective and i think that if we feed into the biochemistry well it naturally will navigate like oh that's that's not that big you, of a deal you start to realize you start to realize that you're your problems are these first world problems. It's just an inconvenience that the fence is down, right? It's going to be a little bit of financial stress for some people to be able to do that, but it's an inconvenience. It's not the same as not having food, right? It's not the same. So although I think we were put on this planet and this earth at this time in this place, so these are the stresses that we, we are with. to learn how to navigate. And I think God's going to use these things for us, whereas he might use, you know, it, you know, for other people, it might be actual hu hunger and things because those those people are born and placed in a different time. But God uses everything to bring himself, bring us to himself. So it really doesn't matter if it's fences down or financial stresses or, you know, school problems or behavior issues. It doesn't really matter. God's going to use it all. And all, you know, we have to do is we have to rise up and understand, you know, what can I do to take care of this temple that God gave me? Even in the midst of the storm, you know, mm -hmm. is it an excuse that oh, it's a, it's a, we don't have work today, we don't have school today, that we can just eat and play and do what we, you know, pretend like it's a vacation day, or do we still go? You know what, the body still needs nourishment, you know, the the body still needs water, the the body still needs to evacuate the toxins that are stuck inside. There's so many things that need to happen in order to make certain that you're ready to finish the day better than maybe I started it because I didn't sleep good last night, you know, like, but I feel, I feel great right now, you know, and, and, and put, if the power comes back on at the office, we will, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see some patience today. You know what I mean? If the power and, comes and, back. And, and, and yeah. so it's like my, my office needs uh, to take some of its supplements. You know, <laughs> I did pay the bill. I mean, geez. Um, uh, but I mean, you know, the, the, it's, it, I think that, some of it's easy to get caught up in the the storm. We've we can always go back to the picture of you know the the disciples on the on the water, focused on the storm and afraid. And who was sleeping? Jesus. Jesus was sleeping. Why was Jesus sleeping? He wasn't. He wasn't afraid. He was. He was calm. He was. Yeah. Calm. He knew the he outcome. He was cool. Right. He was collected. He knew the outcome. He knew what was in him would flow out and he knew you know his his abilities and and so the message is just that is that we can control 
things in our own lives and not focus on the storm, uh, but focus on Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. You know, that we can focus on the, the, the knowledge that he's given us up to this point, that we have tools in our tool bag. We have, from a from the, if you got um, an attitude shift, you got to be more thankful and more grateful today. Write out 10, 15 things that you're thankful and grateful for. Make sure that you, we've talked about starting your day right to end it right. You know, hey, you can still simply drink water. I was watching, uh, got caught in the YouTube wave, you know, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger dresses up with a weird mustache and a weird wig, and he's walking around the gym harassing people in the gym, and this lady's over there drinking water, and he's like, I want you to do 10 more reps of drinking water. water 10 know? more sips, yeah. yeah. But we have a friend who's just like that. He's a strong man, and he lifts big boulders in his backyard, and he runs backwards up and down hills, and, and, and you know, he's a crazy man. And I'm sure his neighbors feel the same, and, and yet... His number one thing that he tells his patients is, if you won't drink water, you won't be a patient of mine. Whoa, settle down, you know. But is water that important that we can't, we, we, we need to talk about it often to remind you that keep it simple? Right, if you always have to start with the basics, right? I think that's sometimes, sometimes we, we want to do these um, complicated things and we forget that we can, we need the foundation to make it happen. Right. And so if you don't have that foundation, you don't have a good place to start, something to build on. You know, we, we, we like to try to do gymnastics without, you know, having a foundation. So let's talk about like what are some of the foundational things that we can do to empower, you know, our body? Anybody got any ideas? What you got, Guardy? I was going to say water. I know we were just talking about it. I feel like, yeah, you should be hydrated. So uh, how much water so- should we be consuming a day? I believe it's about 120 ounces. That's a good, you know, but well, but you got to be careful though because you can't necessarily recommend that for a everybody. eight year old, yeah. Right? Um, or if somebody's you know excessively heavy, they they uh, they might need more, mm-hmm. you know. So that people's water needs there, there's ratios, so we can play the a liter of water per 50 pounds of body weight. That's mm-hmm. a safe bet, um, you know. It, the, the reality is, is people come in and more often than not, they are dehydrated. And they're typically dehydrated for two major reasons. They either don't have enough minerals, so it is as simple as taking extra minerals. So we use a product called Mineral Force, Aspartic Multimin, Intramin Liquids. Uh, we've got all kinds of different mineral in, um, intake procedures that we use in our protocols because minerals are like plugging your phone into your power outlet. Without powering it up, it'll run out of juice. Mm-hmm. So minerals are pretty much the juice that powers every cell, every tissue, every organ, every gland, every neuron to fire like it was designed to fire. Without minerals, you're in TRUBLE land. Trouble. Nobody wants to be in trouble land. We want to be in the, you know, riding the riding the waves again, not getting pelted by them. So I think uh, dehydration is a mineral glitch and just a flat out I'm not drinking enough. You know, one lady goes, I drink four of those bottles a day. So we did the math, and I said, yeah, but you need eight of those bottles a day. She goes, that's impossible. (laughs) Well, with that attitude, yeah. It's going to be impossible. I I said, but what if you could go to five? Could you do five today? And she goes, well, yeah, I can do five. I said, well, then do five today. It doesn't have to be perfect. And it's Are you making every degree? So what if today she does five, and tomorrow she does five, and the next day she does five and a half? 
because I pr- I told her I said you need eight, like like we did the math like eight is your magic number. You're gonna be better at eight. Can you strive for eight? Yes, because she's taking her new nutri- supplements. She says so. I have to believe that she's doing her part on that front. So it's helping keep keep her less dehydrated, but she's still got some problems. That's why she's still feeling ills and pains and stuff going on in the body. And so that's an easy, wonderful way. Just push yourself to drink one 16-ounce level up, level up 16 ounces than you did yesterday. Oh, but I don't even know how much I drank yesterday. Well, okay, let's take it, play a different game. How about we measure, see how many ounces of water you're drinking per day? Let's just get an idea. Let's do an analysis check. You can't expect what you don't Inspect. 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 So we've got to make sure that we're evaluating the simple. Do you remember, I don't remember if you remember, uh, our first conversation as a, when I was a patient, you know, before I was a clinician about water. And he's on well, the I phone thought our first me. conversation was how I, about I, water. How just I, the first conversation about water. Oh, okay. We had okay. lots of conversations. <laughs> so she's, what she just says first, there's right? lots of first conversations. Right, but we have this first conversation <laughs> about water. It's a Saturday morning. He's on the phone with me, and he says, "So, what I want you to do is I want you to drink 16 ounces of water in the first 10 minutes that you wake up, and I want you to drink 16 more ounces in the next within the next hour." And I just, I was like, "Dude." Okay, like, that I don't seems drink. hard. Like eight like, bottles of water is okay, but see? that seems difficult, and, right? And that was like, my exact response. I was like, "Dude, you're nuts." And he's like, okay, do it or don't. I was like, mm, don't like it when he says that. Choice right? is yours. Your choice right? is yours, right? So he lays it in my, oh, he says, you do it or don't. And I was like, all right, we'll do it once, right? Because you got to do something once. Because I can't tell him that it doesn't work if he don't do it once. So I w- wake up the next morning and I do it. And I don't know how many people have told me, oh, I can't, I can't, can't, can't. But I did it anyway. I told him, I'm like, I won't eat all day if I drink 32 ounces of water because... Like, dude, that's more water than I drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the time. In the last five days. <laughs> I mean, that, that was like a day's worth of water back then. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But I won't eat breakfast. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I don't care. Don't eat breakfast, right? You know, he's just, just going to let me do whatever I want to do. And so I drank my 16 ounces of water, chugged that down. And then the next hour, it's pretty easy because he had me on 1,400 supplements. Of course. Because <laughs> you got to drink some I, water with those. Because I needed it. So, because I needed the supplements, got that second 60 ounces of water. I'll tell you that first morning, within that 10 minutes, I just felt my whole organ system. I could actually feel my system turning on. Mm. You could just feel your body turn on. You're oh, like, you're making me want to drink wow. some water right now. I know. I'm like, I'm so thirsty. I was like, we got to stop talking so we can drink water. <laughs> but, you know, you're just like, you put that in and you go, oh. So now, on a normal Typical day. Today wasn't quite typical. I'm probably only about 24 ounces this morning. But on a typical day, by the time I get rocking and rolling and I leave for work, I've already had 48 ounces of water. So am I going to have any trouble getting my eight ounce, eight bottles of water in? Probably not. No, probably not. Not, yeah. not when you've already had three or four before you even go to work in the morning. I think the secret's the supplements. The more supplements you take, the, <laughs> the easier it is to drink <laughs> the water in the well, morning. But interesting, it, to some degree, there could be some truth to that because like, we just don't realize we it's an intentional thing. If you're willing to stop long enough to take your vitamins, you're also willing to be intentional about your water intake. They, you know, they say that people that have um, you know, high tendencies – well, people that want to—I don't know if this is one of those fake stats that Jennifer was talking about last week. Uh, but here's the—they—they re- they, they say that people do better; they live longer if they have a dog. And um, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I know that the two dogs that I have is even the amount of work they are. 
they bring me a, a, a fair amount of like calm and peace. I like all their little mannerisms and dispositions and, you know, being, you know, at the age I am now uh, compared to being like my kids, my kids don't pay attention to the patterns that dogs have, but I sure as heck do. You know, I mean, I know when it, I know when, I know their bathroom schedule. I know their I know how if I if I start if I crack an egg, Jennifer's dog can hear the rattle of carrots together. She can like bang two carrots, carrots together, mm-hmm. and the dog can from hear outside. it from outside. From outside. I mean, it, the animals are just an interesting thing. So is that animal cruelty feeding your dogs carrots, or is that I'm a sure that, I, I'm sure I'm that somewhere you, my dog. It, somebody would probably frown upon it because they think they need to eat fake canned food. But you know, oh, what do we know dog, about? Talk about treats. My dog <laughs> gets the thinks, good stuff. Uh, yes, right. uh, <laughs> my dog thinks carrots are like. Uh, but you got to remember, they the got a, a beautiful little system too. Like you know, make believe food. Make-believe health. Make-believe health for animals as well. And so, you know, we're very um, – we're, we're science geeks. I so mean, it's interesting so we that wanna... you, you bring up the dog thing, though, because uh, last week we were talking about uh, the longevity paradox by Dr. Gundry. And there's about six spots in that book where he says, go get a dog. And he – one of the oh, things that's awesome. that he – one of the things <laughs> that he references there, and so we talked about water and the importance of water, but also with the dog's um, – one of the other things that we need to do as a foundation is to move. And so the sedentary lifestyle that people live, the dog actually forces you to forces go do you, something, forces you out of bed like they we got dog, elderly patients that have a dog and the dog takes them for a walk. I got kids that do that. So do I need a dog? <laughs> not, Maybe not, not while yet. you have kids. Uh, yeah. OK, good, yeah. good, good. You good. Have kids, but you're still at the as, on the knees yourself. You are the dog. Yeah, <laughs> you're <but> the dog. <laughs> They ride you. That's they true. walk that was, you. It was yesterday. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. right. And they know your bathroom schedule, interestingly. <laughs> they come into the bathroom and why? And you're like, uh, can do, um, yes, <laughs> can I help you? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. So, you know, but yes, I think that we, we there are things that we can do pattern-wise. And we just talked about water. I mean, then we go into, but I guess the message I wanted to say there is intentionality. Like, if you just let life happen to you, you might not like the outcome. If you're intentional with the day, like inventory today, like so because today might be one of those one-off days, but inventory every you know hour what you've done in the last hour. You know, it will take you but 15, 20 seconds to jot it down on a note uh, book paper and, and see what all you accomplished on a one-off day where it's out of your, like, the norm out of the norm right. and what were you able to accomplish and uh, the people that will take the time to inventory their day will be more productive today because of intentionality they're bringing attention to well what did i do the last hour i watched the news for an hour well what good did that do you you know what i mean you know, yeah. the, you, know you already know what's going on out there nobody's doing anything there's no power there's you know fences blown down find something to be productive read a book or do your studies or or go you know, hang out with a friend. Or go hang out with a friend. Like, go help a friend. Go help a friend. Yeah, move some trees, limbs, the, or something the, you can do. Yeah. And, and and there comes in what she was talking about, like movement. You know, if the dude don't move. The dude don't groove. I mean, these mm-hmm. principles, they sound funny, you know, when I've said them in the past. But I, I, my hope and desire is that we've say, we say them so often that they are your ideas. And you naturally start recognizing that, oh, I'm not moving enough. I need to go do something. You know, or I got a headache and I don't need to, I don't, your brain doesn't go, I need a Tylenol. Your brain goes, have my bowels moved good today? You know, have I had enough water today? Have I eaten 
in the last hour or two hours or three? You know, where am I at in my blood sugar swing? Um, you know, because headaches can be a number of issues too. It could be water. It could be um, hunger. It, it, it could be stress. Um, you know, so there's just so many, instead of like pill for an ill, you know, people go, well, you give pills too. Yeah, but we give nutrients. <laughs> We're not manipulating your chemistry. We're feeding into the software so that the software, oh, so that your body can code better. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. It's like we're, we're, we say, you know what? There's a training glitch in department six. We need to go ahead and upregulate that. That's cool. You mean I can do that? Yes. This guy yesterday says to me, because um, he comes in for every six to eight weeks for a heart sound test. And our heart sound recorder, if you guys don't know what this is, is a cool you know, valvular heart test that evaluates valve function. And we can see in the first sound and second sounds of your heart, that lub-dub sound, is if it should be two-thirds bigger than your second sound. And if it's not, then you have a weak first sound pump. And that's a glitch. Typically, B vitamins... Uh, typically minerals can fix that, you know, it's potassium, alkaline ash minerals, um, or just a, there's a particular B vitamin before, but the full B uh, water soluble complex um, is a very useful tool in this to up, to turn that first sound volume up so that you get better ejection fra uh, fractions and you get more blood flow out to the tissues. Because when your heart pumps, you want to make sure that there's enough pressure and enough volume that you can get blood to your top of your crown to the you're the bottoms of your feet, right? Mm -hmm. Sounds good. It sounds really good. And we and we take it for granted that that's happening, right? And and so we can look at these tests. Well, this guy comes in, he goes, "Okay, well, we're looking at it and it actually looked pretty good. He got a, he did have a couple glitches in that S1 sound and we had to so we changed some of his program eight uh, weeks ago and and um and we, so we were cutting some things back and nope, can't do that yet. We got to kind of crank that one back up a bit. And we saw he goes, "Well, why do I need the you know, uh, this product and this product. I said, well, this product, Drenamin, uh, feeds his stress horm uh, hormonal response. And this product, this adaptogen, stimulates the adrenals to do a job. So one is nourishing the tissues to heal, recover, regenerate, repair, to have the tools that it needs to do a job. And then the other one is a programmer or a manager that I'm, you know, every time I take the product, I'm hiring a boss to come in there and make sure everything's up to snuff. An inspector to make sure that all the T's are getting crossed and all the I's are getting dotted and everybody's doing their job most effectively with a great positive attitude. <laughs> right on? Right. I mean, and that's how, and he goes, oh, okay, I got it. You know what I mean? And we, we, we don't appreciate that even... And we, we don't appreciate it, not intentionally, but we just don't see it. Your heart wants to f eat just like you, your taste buds want to eat, just like your little beady eyes see food and go, ooh, that looks good. Your heart and your body cells and your tissues do the same thing. And and we want to make sure that we're feeding in to those tissues intentionally day in and day out. When's the last time you did a heart cleanse? When's the last time you got your heart valves checked? Well, at Living Well, we can do that. You know, these are something, you know, cool things. You can't expect what you don't inspect. inspect. So we want to make sure that we're inspecting multiple facets of, of uh, things in your body so that we can always keep you picking, quote unquote, the dirty weeds out of your garden instead of you having to, like, you know, hook up tow trucks to 
trees and pull them out because they're such big burdens for you. Mm -hmm. I think when you look at the science of nutrition, right, you actually go to those anatomy and physiology and those pathways and every single pathway in the body is completely dependent on all of these little little nutrients being available at the right time at the right place and for hundreds and thousands and millions of cells all at the same time and we keep we we just take it for granted you know that when my heart pumps it's going to make it all the way to my toes but we also take it for granted that People are like, well, why do I need more B vitamins? Good grief. Why do I need more B vitamins? You know, it's funny, uh, B5, the Latin name comes from the word uh, panathea, which means um, everywhere. <clears throat> B5 is everywhere. And I, I, I find it just fascinating that in a culture where we have access to an abundance of food, we have a, a, a situation where everybody's deficient in a vitamin that's everywhere should be in all of our foods all of our natural foods and it's just not and so we we want to have all these physiological responses we want our body to do what it's supposed to do but we and you can't see it i think that's one of the things that makes it hard for us to stay the course all the time we always think oh you know i i ate breakfast isn't that good enough well i don't know it depends if you uh, were deficient in B vitamins from yesterday or vitamin C or vitamin D or, you know, mm-hmm. well, if you're deficient yesterday, what's going to happen today? You're going to make up for it or are you just going to be a little more deficient and a little more deficient and a little more deficient? And this is where that foundation, when we don't have this foundation going in at the right rate every single day, it doesn't. The body is amazing and it adapts and it works around it's the deficiencies and it keeps working around the deficiency and it works around the deficiency but at and some then, cost there's right, always somebody's going to pay exactly the, piper but the for that. Po- cost is them coming in with the case of the suddenlies yeah right people come to us all the time and they go i've been eating this way since i was 25 and nothing's changed and i gained 10 pounds and i'm tired and i don't and and you're like i have Whoop. a i have a guy that came in uh recently and it's when we when he first came in his system was so wrecked. He was so stressed. He was so, and I'm talking like physically stressed. I mean, exercise put him into a bad place. Exercise was not a good place for him. I mean, people go, that's that's her- heresy. How can you say that exercise is not good for you? I'm telling you that this that even a simple bike ride would derail this guy for three days. Like he couldn't think brain fog galore he needed sleep to all you know four or five times a day i mean i don't even know how he had you know laid down a job and he's got a really important job i mean and and interestingly when he came in he came in with the also the attitude i've seen somebody like you before i can't take any of those pills you give and he starts blaming the pills, okay? Because beets are obviously bad for you, okay? Or carrots are obviously bad for you. Not until yeah. you put them in a pill form. When you put them in a pill, then... <laughs> now, the, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. They're, and and I'm like, hey, I got it, no problem. We don't have to give you any pills, and that's no problem. And I didn't, you know? But this is what I did do. Because I'm always trying to upregulate the, mis- the the system. I'm always attempting to find... How, like. As, we, we talk about it spiritually. We need to feel along the soul of a man until we find the crack. And if we can get into the crack, we can start healing from the inside out biochemically. And, and so this guy, my, 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 uh, what I felt is I could get to him via essential oil. 
And and it was a simple essential oil. It was just straight peppermint, you know? Rub some peppermint oil on his liver and his stomach because his bowels were wrecked. I mean, another one of these foundational principles that we have to address in all of us and make sure that you're addressing and you need to be real with yourself, acid reflux, indigestion, bloating. If you eat and you feel like pregnant afterwards, that's not normal. If you eat and you're like tired afterwards, that's not normal. If you get acid reflux indigestion and you feel like this gremlin in your stomach and in your in your chest, uh, that's not normal, normal, you know. And so, and I know that people say, "Oh, it's normal," and don't worry, you can just stop at the convenience store and pick up a little tube of Tums, but it's not normal. That's just good marketing that has sold you a bill of goods. That is bad. Advertising, uh, great advertising, bad idea, bad solution. That is not the, the solution that you want to adopt for yourself. So what you want to do is recognize that in this guy's case, I had to drive blood flow to his stomach and to his liver to communicate with it from the outside world. Maybe psychologically because he wouldn't take a pill. I don't know. But for him, it's where we started. And it was literally like 15 drops is all he could handle on, you know, on his robust belly because he was a big dude, right? And, and, and then the next time he came in, he came in two weeks later, I did it again. And he goes, oh, you know, and, and, and it was like no, no progress, no progress. And all he's talking to me about is I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I just need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, we got to change your diet, but I can't eat that. And I can't eat that. I can't eat that. Okay, mm-hmm. man. You know, <laughs> uh, I mean, if, if only thing that you're telling me you can eat is fast food and pizza, um, you ain't gonna lose weight. You ain't gonna lose weight. Like you just, you you, you can't. It just doesn't. There's no uh, way to make that work. All those physiological pathways just aren't gonna be driving. And here we are. You know, a year. Uh, I don't. I guess it's been a year now. He has no belly pain. He is taking more things than he was able to able to take orally. But still, at micro doses, I mean, we're still like taking a water pistol to a forest fire. And so I, and it's at this point, it's kind of more of a psychological place. We're really trying to help him evolve past that he can, that it's not going to hurt him. You know, he just got this this idea that they hurt him in the past. And it could be because somebody just detoxed, the, pushed the detox evacuate button too quickly and, you know, and didn't explain the process. You know, a part of what we do is education, is we don't want you to just to take stuff because we say take this and it's good for you. We want you to understand why you take it so that you know that there is a program that we're trying to get across to your body cells so that those cells will do, they will work like God created them to work. And, and, but what I know, what I know is happening is like he, and he's, you know, still, you know, wants to lose more weight. He has lost weight, looks great. He's, but he, and he's riding 15 miles a day on his bike. Okay. And he's adjusting better than he's ever been able to adjust. And it's those little stair steps that got him but I think, this far you know, down that, the line. That proves, get him you know, shows farther. a point that's for some people, their system is sensitive. They're, and we have Psycho- to respect that. It's not just the psychology. There's a system issue that we start, you know, if your body hasn't had nutrients for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Your whole been life. You've living on fake food. fake food all this time, and you haven't had that, and you put in a little bit of minerals. Um, Who knows what might your, happen? Your system's going to turn on and respond, and it may give you a response. And we are, we are programmed in our society that 
oh, if we get a response, that's a bad thing. That's a side effect. That's a bad thing. We right. shouldn't have a response. We shouldn't. Our system shouldn't turn on like that. Our, we, well, let's keep it quiet. Let's not let yeah. the body do anything. Let's keep it quiet. Let's not let it fix. But that's what drugs do, right? I mean, drugs really do suppress a lot of our quote-unquote body talk. Right. And well, and that's, that's you know, one of those things that's like, I don't actually, I, I want my body to tell me if something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's something that I've experienced. You know, I've done the the ultimate 21-day detox that Living Well and Dr. Yeah. Chop has put together. It's awesome. After that 21 days, whenever you um, reintroduce things to your diet, even things that you were able to eat before, your body may not agree with it the way that it did. And do you, let me ask you this. Did you, does it, does it make you mad? It doesn't make me mad. No, it doesn't it make me mad. Pa- it does make some patients people, mad. Some they get, get mad. I can see how, like, so what, I could do this do before perfectly just fine. Yeah, they slap. Yeah, just yeah. like you did. They take that fish right. and they slam it on the table. I understand that, but it doesn't make you, me. You, you did this to yeah. me, right? <laughs> you made me sensitive to dairy. No, no. Right, no. I could do this you before. You always were sensitive to dairy. You just had, put I had it been in accustomed such a, to feeling. You had bad been microdosing this toxin into your body every day, every day, every day, and your body just went, well. I guess this is what we have to live with. Right. We have to live with this toxicity. So if I have to live with this toxicity, I have to figure out where to store it, how to process it out, what to do with it, because it's coming in whether, I mean, I can't make this guy stop, right? You know, it's funny. Animals, you know, they eat something wrong and they just throw it up and they just don't eat it again. Mm -hmm. They're smart. We go, "Mm, I I don't think that, I don't think it was the pizza. Right. Like, I don't think it was that. And we just try again and try again. Well, the the other thing with that is we don't know what it is necessarily in the pizza. You know, maybe someone can process the dairy or it's a healthier version of the pizza or if it's the crust, the gluten or what it is, unless you make it yourself. And what that 21 day detox does is it eliminates everything. And I've I've made the mistake. I've done it multiple times where I just like I'm going all in, you know, on the first meal, and then I don't know what it was that specifically that had the reaction. They, they had the reaction, so, and that's mm-hmm. that's something to really that you are learning that when you come off of a detox, we and, and even when we do just two week elimination programs, like so people come in, they might not be ready for a detox, but we might take them off of a food inflammatory response uh, suspect, and when we take them off that, say like it's wheat or dairy or corn or soy. And um, and we and then we say, all right, all right you've, you've been off of it for two weeks, and they go, well, not much has changed. Okay, they have they don't realize that they have a symptom amnesia. They don't remember right. how bad they felt before. Let's go ahead and have a dairy day. Let's have a wheat day. Let's have a corn day. And they go and they put that thing back in, and boom, they have a immediate or a seventy two hour response, and it is fascinating. Because and and it's, what's really fascinating is sometimes they don't even they don't catch it, we catch it, but we have to educate them and show them. Now pay attention to the first you know several yeah. hours up to seventy two hours and look for skin rashes, headaches, sluggishness, brain fog, any of your old symptoms, heart palpitations. I had a a, a, a kid come uh, with a corn allergy, and they were doing he was having seizures, and they were going to do experimental brain surgery um, because they couldn't figure out you know why he was having seizures. And you know one of my mentors always says that seizures and corn are uh, you know corn allergies can be hand in hand and and so we took him off corn and the seizures went away well he goes and plays uh, golf with his dad one day and his dad feeds him some 
Frito chips, which I think are corn based. And uh, but whatever it was, it was corn based. And he has a seizure right out there on the on the golf course. Well, of course, everybody panics and flips out. And I get note of it. And sure enough, we ask the questions and we figure out it was the Frito corn chips. And 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 so in this case, you know, it wasn't bad Fritos. It was just the corn in that particular patient was more than his little brain could tolerate and it malfunctioned. And so it, he had an immediate response. Well, that pretty much woke him up. The immediate response the imme- is easy to recognize. It's Sometimes yes, the, the easy three one. days. It's the, it's the 24 yeah. to, uh, the 48 to 72 hours, you know. Is I used where to it have gets a, a little hairy. I I had a patient one time who she had a response to beef, but it wasn't till 48 to 72 hours. But she mm-hmm. had these intense migraines and could not figure it out. She didn't eat a lot of beef, but every now and then she would eat, you know, you know, go to a nice restaurant, have a nice steak, these kinds of things. And this and but once the migraine starts, it was it would be there for two, three, four, five days. And if we once once we started looking at that food log, uh, inspecting what we were looking for, we started seeing it and we found out I was like, Hey, you know, I can't I can't guarantee it, but let let let's just pull off the beef. And migraines miraculously disappeared. You know, miraculously, it wasn't miraculously. We just had to inspect it to find out what her system was responding and, to. And, and, and that kind of brings us full circle back to where you and I started our dialogue this morning is, you know, we love the idea of trying to figure out the psychology of the of, our, of the patient. How do we get on their team, on their side of the table? And and I mean, there's so much. As y'all, you know, recall from last week's episode, um, we can be fooled very easily in believing the narratives and the statistics and the stuff floating around in our society. And it's very difficult to know what's right, what's true. And even for us as researchers and clinical trench workers trying to n- help y'all navigate what next logical step is right for you because what's right for you might not be right for your family member or your loved one or your friend or whoever you refer in which by the way we always appreciate and we'll never take for granted people trusting us with their health and vitality and and it's very very special to us it's a sacred space that we love and um but it comes back down to in all of it in all the generic science in all the research that's being done you are an individual and the one conversation, the one educational nugget, the one idea that you can apply today, that you can apply tomorrow and be consistent with time and time again is what we really want to stay focused on. Let's not make health hard. It's, it's hard enough, you know, being socially accepted and people actually building friend groups around food. You know, it's got to it's got to be a kind of a, a weird, <laughs> definite weird first world problem to um to cho- to be outcasted because you don't eat like everybody else in your social circle and what if you're not being outcasted those people just really don't want to feel bad and they found that when they eat that or they eat that or they eat that they feel bad so they've made a conscious intentional choice for themselves and trying not to be you know, pushy, they don't want to push their ways on you, but they just, they won't deviate. You know, people say all the time, you know, especially in the, in the, in the, uh, religious, you know, ideas that you're supposed to eat whatever's put before you just pray over it to be fine. Dude, if you put a bowl of fettuccine Alfredo before me, I just <laughs> we'll ruined get to deal with it the week. next week. That's not a good plan for me. 
one meal, uh, you know, and it should be only three days, right, of suffering. But no way, no how. I, 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 that would just completely and utterly blow this little system up, and I just don't have that luxury to sacrifice a week for one social event. Not cool for me. So I make choices based around how I've learned food affects me. So the question is, is are you simply another tool that you can do today, tomorrow, the next day is log your food. See what you eat. Oh, I eat great dark chopper. Right. Up until you log it, you know, then you, and then you go and, and, and the people go, <laughs> I, I seem go, to was, eat so was, much better when I log. It was just a different week. Though, it was just, yeah, this was, was an off diff- week. This was an off week. Right, you know. I think it's we just have the, about thirty-five off weeks in our in our <laughs> year, and and, and and then the rest are pretty good, and right? That and that's that's the that's the thing is, if if we could just be a little bit more intentional, because there's so much fake food, make believe food out there, we could navigate a lot of the biochemical issues that are going on in our bodies, because we're intentional with our water. We're intentional with the basics, vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids. I literally, let's not make it hard and log your food. And let's just see, what are you eating for breakfast? What are you putting in at lunch? What fuel source are you reaching for mid-afternoon to get to five? You know, you have patterns just like my dogs have patterns. You have patterns just like your kids need a pattern. You know, we, we, we're a routine. We were, um, I had a teacher uh, in ninth grade, English pr- professor. He would always talk about we are creatures of habit. And I, and, and I'm, I never wanted to. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a creature. <laughs> I'm a human. And I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> and then until I realized over the years that, dang it, man, I people never do what they want to do. They only do what they know how to do. Well, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we desire to educate you one conversation at a time. It's just like the starfish. One, It means a lot to that one starfish to have that one conversation. Look for the one nugget. Don't look for the full map, the full, you know, the full picture. It's too overwhelming. You know, it's like trying to climb. If you saw what I do to be healthy at, you know, over 20 years in this game, you might not want to play. But if you saw what I did to get here, you're like, oh, that didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. Yeah. One step, build, one step, build one a better step, habit, one, step, one, one step. step at a time. Build a better habit, one step at a time. Build, a, build the future that you want by taking one step today. And it goes back to what's our favorite analogy, Gardy, that you and I love talking about? Is it about an oak tree? It might be, <laughs> Gardy. It might be. When is the best time to plant the oak tree? 30 years ago. It is. It is. 30 years ago is definitely a great time. However, we can't go back in time. So when might be the next best time? Tuesday, 10.02 a.m. Absolutely. <laughs> Wherever you're at. Right now. Yeah, right now. Even amongst the, the crazy. soft. You'll be able to dig That's, the hole easier. That's true. I like that. <laughs> I totally dig that. That's right. It, and, and so you can take and dig in your fruitful, your uh, healthy soil. You have more healthy soil in there than you realize. Your body is growing healthy crops in the form of organs, tissues, glands, and they will fire and uh, function better together if you get them all synergizing. You know, Stephen Covey talks about synergizing, sharpening the saw, bringing all the pieces together. We want to make sure that at Living Well, we're helping you put the big rocks in that make the biggest dent, the biggest impact for you. You know, maybe that's a food allergy elimination program. Maybe that's a blood sugar detox 10-day program. Maybe that's the ultimate detox program. Maybe it's a cardiovascular cleanse. Maybe you need to come just do an in-body. 
You know what I mean? And just get an idea of your water levels. Assess. And yeah, just assess. Sometimes you don't want to know. It's like I know it's not going to be think good. That, why do you think that is though? Because I could tell you this because I've experienced it. Whenever like I look at, you know, where I was maybe a year ago or pre-COVID, and then look at the changes that have been, you know, maybe forced, not forced, my own decision. Um, and looking where I'm at now, I was like, well, I was in much better shape back then. Yeah, I don't so, want to face the reality of the numbers because then it's real. So what what did you guys talk about? Your favorite analogy? The tree. It's the, oak the oak tree. Right? So maybe the best time was <laughs> a year and a half ago when right. COVID started, but maybe the next Starting best now. Don't you hate it when Willie uh, just drops the bomb on us like that? Well, I mean, I mean, but the, the truth just there, like, right? You just like softball. softball we call that one softball. In. Well, you know, and, and that is, and, and that is the the thing is we have patients that in our food coaching uh, macrofix program. By the way, if you guys don't know much about our macrofix program, we had a great class last night. Even amongst the storm, we had to shift it to Zoom because we weren't sure if we were going to get blown away or washed away. So we decided just to keep it digital. And uh, but we are doing these classes on the regular. Um, and our normal class, we have our thyroid class coming up. Um, you know what is it next, next Tuesday, Tuesday night. night? We want to make sure that if you've got thyroid conditions, everybody <laughs> you know has a thyroid condition. Um, there's reasons for that. We want to talk about that. We have a great class in store for those. Uh, it would be Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Next Tuesday. That's right. Next not Tuesday. Today. Not tonight. Uh, next Tuesday. But our MacroFix program, I had, a, you know, I have a guy that's in the program, and, you know, when he started, he was like gung-ho and full bore. I'm logging everything. I'm going to do this. I'm, I, thanks for setting this up, da-da-da-da-da. And um, I've noticed the last three or four days he hasn't been – actually, was it four days or five – it might have been five days. But let's just say it's four. We'll be conservative. And um, he hasn't been logging his food. And I'm like, this guy was supposed to be the guy. Like, he was supposed to be the one that didn't – he was ready. And and, and Jennifer and I were just talking, and I'm just sitting here going, why won't he log his food? And she goes, he doesn't want you to know what he's eating. And I'm like, why? Because, or drinking. Or consume, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's into something, and his in body showed it. His in body didn't change. Yeah, and you know you've only been on the program two weeks, and you haven't been logging. You know, um, four days, six days. You might be shocked, like you you're saying, is that you you don't want to be shocked when well, it didn't change. People don't want to know because they already know. I know, but, but, but you I, know, I guess, right? but I'm so I mean, different. Like, I, I really, I would rather just. Well, you are very different. I, I'd rather. I mean, if you're gonna give me that softball yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fine, fine. You can have it. You can have it. Um, I, I just go and say to myself, like, man, I'd rather just evaluate, inspect. I've I mean, maybe that's the adaptation that I've created for myself. Is I always want to get on the on the on the scale, if you will. I always want to be evaluated. Um, you know. I, I guess that's because not, you don't let it define you, though, right? That's right. It 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 just it just gives you a compass to look forward. It's not a definition. So many people define themselves yes, by what that scale accurate. says, and that's not that's not why we want to do that. That's not why we want to look at your food log. I'm not defining you by your food. Yes. I'm just trying to help you, N- help navigate, you navigate and find that. You know, I mean, if that if North all Star. if all we do is pull that one food out, and now you don't have migraines, yeah, that might be all you wanted. I mean, also, it's it feels like a bad grade. Yeah. You know, like that, you know, it goes back to school like, hey, and I want to show my so parents my report card. <laughs> it, right. You know, it's like, oh, I made a I made a bad grade in this class. I'm going to hide it and not show my my. Well, and I guess that's true this because I have patients that come in and go, I thought you were going to yell at me. Right. I'm like, what? Right. Like, le- le- like legitimately thought I was going to be 
mad and condemn and and I'm like, have I ever done that? And they go, no. I said, well, why would but I do you that? Might. Because that's what, but yeah, <laughs> but that's what they're used to. Right? What, yeah. I remember the yeah. world um, beats you up. I remember when I, my special needs daughter, when she was very very sick, she had a seventy degree curve in her back, and I went to the pulmonologist, the lung doctor, and he gave me this this plan. And it was like three or four hours worth of work every day. And I was like, right, this ain't happening. Right. Like, I mean, I got to feed kids. I got to do laundry. I got to sleep at some point. She's got, I, there is no way this is happening. We just, you know, I beat myself up, beat myself up, walked into that treatment room. And I, he says, well, how's it going? Now, this, this doctor doesn't know that I have any other kid, doesn't know any other responsibility. And he says, how's this going? And I said, it ain't happening. And he goes, Oh, well, we'll find another way then. And, <laughs> and you were probably and, tor- terrified. And I was like, going into the right. Visit. And I think that's our motto, right? And so just it, it reminds me of what we try to do. It's like, oh, it, then we're going to find another way. And so when somebody has challenges, can't take a supplement, can't do this, can't do that, we just keep navigating around till we find a way to get the program started. That's right. And some people, you know, mm. I had a gal in on Friday. And I mean, we had to adapt her program on, on Friday when she was there. Friday afternoon after her first dose, we adapted. <laughs> Friday evening, we adapted again. Sunday morning, I get an email. We adapted again. Yesterday, we adapted again. We're going to adapt and adapt and adapt because Until. she has to get started. And getting started sometimes, figuring out where you're at and getting started is a challenge. And that's exciting. For us, it's we like being puzzle solvers. For people, that freaks them out, right? Because they don't, they expect, like, it just to be like, oh, I'm starting the program. It's work. It should work perfectly, right? They don't recognize that there is bio, it's biochemistry. Like, we are building a recipe. And sometimes, I remember when I was taking uh, biochemistry, no, it was not biochemistry. It was organic chemistry. And uh, Dr. John was my teacher. And he is this Indian fella, and he was so smart. You couldn't understand him, but he was so seemed so smart. And um, you were pretty sure he was I was pretty you sure he was smart. Stuff. But I remember just really because I really wanted to learn chemistry because I just I don't know I've I've always liked enjoyed chemistry, um, and I, I messed up one of my labs, and I I literally got this bubbling project in front of me, and I flubbed it, and I go and I was afraid. I was like, Doctor yeah. John's going to kill me. You know, I'm going to fail. You know, it goes, I guess there is this psychology of we don't like failing and and then confessing our failures because it means that we suck, you know, and um, and and in the moment saved by grace. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for that. Praise you, Jesus. We would be sinners saved by grace. And anyway, I called Dr. John over and Dr. John, I said, Dr. John, I screwed it up. I'm sorry. You know, he goes, no problem, my friend. You know, like we can fix this. And and I'm like, we can. He goes, it's a recipe. He goes, you just I got to know a little out of this and a little out of that and a twist here and a twist there and a pinch of that and boom. Fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> just as you wish. And 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 we're literally he added and it helped me realize that, oh, yeah, you can increase the volume of this. You can decrease the volume of this by increasing the volume of this and we can change the chemical reactions. And I'm sitting here watching this master like manipulate, manipulate this project. And I go, like I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm like starstruck. Now I'm like, he's really the man. You yeah, know? I'm like Yoda just showed up in my life, you know. And um, I go, how did you do that, Doctor John? He goes, when you've seen it a thousand times, it's easy. You've right. never seen this before. It's hard. 
you know? So for the new patient, it's hard for you to realize that we've seen this a thousand times. We know that we know that we know. We can get and help you navigate the trench, uh, the terrain of the landmines. We can turn over the stones. We can help you solve your medical mystery because it is your medical mystery, but it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be defined by that medical mystery. You can do things. And if you're patient enough, I tell, I tell patients every day, all the time, I try to teach all my staff to say these words. If you stick with it long enough and you follow through with the recommendations to the best of your ability, you will get better. Everybody does. Why do I know that's true? Because I've seen it a thousand times. Just because you can't see what I can't see, it just is the same. We don't know what we don't know. I don't know how brilliant you are with uh, uh, the strings on a bass guitar or a regular guitar or pianos or the notes or when you and I and um, uh, uh, Serge Serge comes in here and we just start talking shop and it just... It's a language, and you guys know your language. I don't know that language, but I'm fascinated. I'm like, wow, you know? And Or to know that there is a way that the master can show up and can tweak and nurture and manipulate and adapt and help the body biochemically adapt to make a symphony, a masterpiece, come out in the form of good health. And And... And, and, and that's it, it's a joy like we enjoy that process we enjoy that challenge and so I just want to encourage folks like you know wherever you're at whatever you're dealing with um, there is a solution and you just got to be willing to go down that road and be open to learning one new piece of knowledge a week one new piece of knowledge a day whatever your your bandwidth is toler tolerant to and up uh, and then reapplying that n- nugget reapplying it day in and day out and trusting the process. Just like Jennifer said, you know what? I don't like it. I can't do it, but I can't tell you I can't, it won't work if I won't try it. And she tries it and she does it and she sticks with it and sticks with it. And all of a sudden she is seeing changes happen in her own body and her own health. And, and it evolved her to a place where she got the bug. She realized how much she was suffering in her own right and how there was a way out. And she was able to navigate the terrain out of the shallows and get back into those deep waters where the true adventure lies. Dr. Chopper, you were talking about, you know, music and the language. And I wonder if you would have take, taken your life and dedicated it instead, you know, nutrition, if things were different, you know, back in another life, in yeah. another life, you're a master musician with the same passion that you have for just anything, you know, just different things like, you know, whether that's music or anything else. Uh, and and it's, it's true. But there's a guy um, uh, he's he's I, th- I think he's the the one of the original guys in Daft Punk. I know they broke up or whatever, but um, that punk band, mm-hmm. um, I found this thing and he was talking about how he desired to be a musician and but not just any musician he wanted to be a composer of music and he talked about you know his story and while he's got this beat in the background yeah i mean it's legit it's like a story within a story you know the music is the story but his story is inlaid in it and he's talking about the struggle and he goes and then one day i realized I didn't. I didn't have to. Once I appreciated some of these rudimentary fundamentals of the foundation of music, I no longer had to worry about harmony. I no longer had to worry about what note to hit next. I knew I could create anything. Oh, I was like, 
boom, that's my heartbeat, man, for, uh, for nutrition and biochemistry. And, and whether it's neurology, where I'm manipulating a bone in the body to, to upregulate the thyroid or turn on the cranial nerves or to activate you know, a tissue, or to take a supplement. And every time I teach you to take this, I heard you know Matt say at the front desk, well, you know Dr. Chop always says, when in doubt, Congaplex it out. Congaplex it out. Right. Golly, that makes me happy, you know, because mm-hmm. it's that's it's it's been it's proven. It works every time. Do I have scientific papers on that? I'm sorry, I don't have those. However, I've got twenty plus you, you know, years and mentors of you know, upon mentors that have used this product over eighty thousand different subjects, humans, that we've been able to see that it works over and over and over. It just trusts the process. It's just like Novocaine. Give it time, and it always works. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, But in this case, we're talking about Congaplex, you know, and yeah. it's just so cool. And uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I, but in that, just like anything, you've got to find something that you're passionate about and fall in love with it. And when you fall in love with the process of learning the new skill, you know, success is assured, one of my mentors always says. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really I want to believe that, you know, and I really want to keep that attitude that no matter what people are going through, no matter where they started or where they felt, how they fell off the wagon, dude, we pr- we're already praying for you. I pray for patients today that are with us. I pray for patients that haven't made it to us just yet, that we can continue to be a beacon of light to call them back in or to call them in. And for the people that have come in the past uh, that aren't with us right now for whatever reason, that they would come back. Because I truly believe the fundamental principle, if you stick with it long enough, you fall through the recommendations to the best of your ability, you're going to be in a far better place whenever it's all said and done than if you did nothing at all. Something else that what you were mentioning reminded me of there was a musician that I talked to and he was great you know been playing went to school for it all the degrees and everything and I always asked him I said how do you never mess up because I would listen (laughs) to him play live all the time never messed up he's like oh I do I just know the work around to make it flow the average person you know musician we don't even hear it you're not even going to notice it and that's kind of what that reminded me of like that, that you know just putting it in oh special it's still okay and the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, you were when I saw you talk about fettuccine Alfredo, I saw like this look in your eyes I had never seen before. <laughs> and so I put a comment up here. I said, we should do like a fear factor type, <laughs> type thing with fettuccine Alfredo and Dr. Chapa. I don't know the details of all this, but I just saw this this look in your eyes. You're like, fettuccine, a bowl of fettuccine. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's for sure. We, we'll have to talk about that on another show and uh, yeah. see where that one might unfold. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, Gardy, it's been a fantastic morning. And I'm so glad that, you know, weather uh, permitting, that we you know, almost didn't get to have our show, you know, if we wouldn't have been able to get here this morning. But yet we, we made it happen. And we got to have, uh, you know, Mama Jay in the house. I mean, how cool and blessed are we uh, that Jennifer was <laughs> yes. with us here this morning. And she uh, is it, just very it's awesome that. You know, God always brings a powerful show um, every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 in uh, the KHE Radio and Living Well show. And, and it's just something that I hope that you guys share this with your friends, family, and loved ones. There is a nugget or two or three or four here in every show. And all you need you is one. Do. And all you need, all you is, need one. is one. One to change today. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's a great piece of wisdom right there is all you need is one.